Sir, welcome back to another episode of On a Mental Note, a coffee table style podcast where we discuss how to change, grow, and evolve your mind, body, and soul. On today's podcast, Jeff and I will be talking about tribalism. So pull up a chair, join our tribe, grab yourself a drink. Yeah! And join us <laughs> for another episode of On a Mental Note. <laughs> Ah <laughs> uh, shit! <laughs> Whatever. Fuck it. Fucking cars are expensive, bro. Everything, shit, bro. Everything. Inflation. Fuck. I don't know. Don't think the Biden administration. <laughs> shit. Thank you, assholes. <laughs> hey, bro. Don't say that. You're gonna piss some people. Off. Hey. <laughs> you know the funny thing is, I, like when people argue to me about that, I was like, well, why don't you have a sticker on your car then? <laughs> What sticker? Like a Biden sticker. Oh, you know? I did this? Yeah. No, no, not even oh. that. Like Biden Harris, right? Oh, okay. All right. Because <laughs> Trump fucking supporters got sticker. There's a dude. I ride my bike. There's a dude still flying his flag. You know what's fucked up, though, is that um, I used to, I, I'm, I'm a very, very patriotic person because, mm. you know, like I'm a veteran and shit and I, I have a fucking U.S. flag and shit, but automatically people freaking like associate the U.S. flag as a Trumper and I'm like, Man, why? But that it's fucked up, right? You know, but it's, it's fucked up. But you know what's weird is I think uh, like let's just call it quote unquote tribalism, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like everyone wants to belong somewhere, mm-hmm. right? And I think um, n- people have lost the ability to like agree to disagree, mm-hmm. like um, like to have different opposing viewpoints with people. People don't know how to handle that. Right? Yeah, they can't handle conflict. No, they can't handle people who could. Like who challenges their ideals, or you don't agree with them, right? Mm-hmm. It's so crazy. Yeah. Like it's it's, I think it's one of the things in this, um, like, uh, century I'll call it, or this this time frame of our lives that's gonna we're gonna look back and be like, fuck, we're fucking idiots. Yeah, idiots, right? We just fight for fucking no reason. Like they got rid of every um, minority on a product shelf, right? Like Aunt Jemima, because they said it wasn't like woke enough. That was enough. fucked up, man. Wait, got rid of Aunt Jemima. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like What's now like- they got rid of a Native American. Now there's no Native American or nothing. Like <laughs> Lando Lakes is just the land, you know? Like, yeah, this, it's weird. It's so weird. And yeah. we, we should really celebrate like all the culture we have. And there's a rich black history here. Unfortunately, it started with slavery, mm-hmm. but there's still a rich history of Wealthy black people, smart black people, but mm. we don't show that, right? Yeah, or like, you know, wealthy brown people and smart brown people, too. Yeah, they know? don't show any of that. They it's so show. weird. History here is so weird. Yeah, it um, is. The Asians keep it quiet, though. Dude, I told <laughs> no, you, it's funny you say that because whenever I have the discussion about immigration, mm-hmm. and I say, you know why, like, quote, unquote, the Mexicans get it bad is because they come here and they don't learn English. Yeah. Like Chinese people, Asian people, like dude, there's Middle Eastern people um, where I grew up, and you'd go to like Huntington Park. Mm-hmm. The Middle Eastern guy runs a clothing store on Pacific Boulevard, whatever. Speaks English, Spanish, and whatever his native language is. Yeah, right. You know how to hustle. Yeah, but I know people whose parents have been here twenty years, don't fucking speak English. 
<laughs> that's yeah. true. Yeah. So. My neighbor, my neighbor is uh, they're Mexican and they can't speak English. And I try to like you know, uh, break my English in order for them to absorb it and you know know what what I'm saying. And yeah. I kind of like pick up some Spanish words. So I I kind of do you like, speak any other language? Yeah, Tagalog. Yeah, I could speak Tagalog and uh, another dialect in Philippines called Visaya, which is uh, about like sixty percent Spanish. But the Spanish words is different. It's like yeah. uh, like the meaning is different, totally different. Isn't that crazy? I I always find that so fascinating that that um, we don't keep tabs on that. You know, like we mm-hmm. don't. Uh, that's not something like you teach your kids or kids get taught anymore. Yeah. Like native languages. So in the Philippines. It's 400 languages over there. Well, think about it, man. There's probably (laughs) 500 islands. Yeah, just like you said, um, tribalism, right? Where I I believe, in my opinion, we are not, like human beings are not designed to be in a big group like a city. They're meant for like small little tribes. Oh, you think so? I think so. Yeah. That's my hypothesis and things where like they can only stick with a small group of people that would actually support them if they want to. Why do you think? What? What's the difference between a small group and let's say a large group? A larger group, there's more um, like disagreements in a way where like challenges because different ideals and there's going to be a split, mm-hmm. you know, versus yeah. like a small group. Like they did a study in Japan. It's called Centennial Island. Have you ever heard of it? No. So like these people, they did a study and they've noticed that people live up to like uh, 120 125 30 uh-huh. and what they did is they did a study and they said that it's not just the food or the the exercise and the rituals and habits that they do every day but it's also the support system that they have meaning that when they they grow up like kids they stay with the same friends and when they're struggling the same friends help them out vice versa when was this done when was the study done do you remember uh they did it back in the early like 2012 early 2012 <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is that bro <laughs> around 2012 was, yeah uh, they okay. did the, not, not too long ago yeah so like it's pretty and and they've noticed like people were like living pretty long it's not just based on their diet but also their where social I com- where i come from you don't you don't live a long time if you stay where you're at shit yeah i mean but it's i that's interesting but tribalism is kind of funny um but a lot, i think everybody wants to belong to something mm-hmm. and that's the only Definitely. that's the only way gyms are successful mm-hmm. um like crossfit jiu-jitsu jiu-jitsu yeah. right any any kind any, of gym, any taekwondo of like yeah you always got to find somebody with some similar interest. Yeah. yeah. Like you have, you want to belong. You want to feel like you belong somewhere. And um, one thing that popped up into my head just right now, since you spoke about tribalism, is that I was uh, listening to a book called uh, uh, Catching Fire. Mm-hmm. You ever heard of uh, Catching uh. Fire? It sounds familiar, but I don't. It doesn't ring a bell. It's uh, basically uh, they talk about the ecstasists, people who are ecstasists, meaning like people who are like weird, people who are aloof, who are like an individual of society that broke the barrier of logic mm-hmm. within society. That broke um, pretty much like one example. It would be Martin Luther King, if he didn't believe in what he believed in. This whole shit won't happen. The shit that he, you know, pushed through, you yeah. know, like slavery and all that shit. Yeah, of course. But 
if he didn't believe it in fully, it would have never happened. If he was very logical in his sense saying like, oh, I don't want to be persecuted because of what I believe in, then it wouldn't exist. Majority of people who done that is like basically just an individual. They're Still not, got shot though. Yeah, pretty much. It sucks. <laughs> by, by the government. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, yeah, the, the, I don't know where I'm going with this. <laughs> oh, the, you have to have someone to want to push the boundaries for mm-hmm. change to occur. Definitely. And that book of Stealing Fire is like, he pretty much brought up the, uh, the whole, you know, the story of Prometheus. Yes. Where he stole fire from the gods and gave it to the humans and stuff like that, right? I don't know. I was just thinking of the... Not the movie. Oh, Drats. No, but like the uh, the ancient the gr- Greek. Greek, uh-huh. Yeah, the Greek uh, god. And um, so basically that's that's what it is. It's like you're stealing fire from from something that is that is not being distributed to the public. That is taboo per se. And yet, you know, you just do it to to serve the greater good. But yet you sacrifice your own self in order to serve the greater good. Yeah, it's amazing. I mean, if we think about what he did, Martin Luther King, it's pretty amazing with no social media. Yeah. Very little phones. Very right? little phones. A million freaking people showed up. You know? I mean, I mean, it also comes into the concept of uh, meditation. Where like if you align yourself into uh, a point of perspective where your belief is much bigger than you your dream is much more bigger than you it will just flourish with know, but you need you do need action though yeah you do you right do need like action, I, yeah. I think sometimes we look at his uh, and granted they don't teach us a lot about him but you look at his legacy and uh, they always show you him at marches and give me speeches but like i wonder what his day was like he, like his day must have been so jam-packed yeah i think in my in my point of view, my perspective of him is that he plans everything out, and he already visioned it. He visualized everything that is gonna happen. He had a great voice. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh. He's he's very authoritative, and he can he can move people in a way where like, oh shit, that dude is like speaking the truth. Yeah. And when someone speaks truth and it resonates with you, you follow. Sometimes though, but let's like. Like, play devil's advocate. Let's look at, like, COVID, right? Mm -hmm. We had a handful of people saying, like, don't vaccine, don't wear a mask, not good. Mm -hmm. And California is such an anomaly from other states, right? Yeah. But it's so weird how that was very polarizing, too. Yeah. Even though, like, the science didn't agree with what they were telling you science was. um, It's always amazing how some people, like, let's call it, like, sheep and wolves. Some people just follow, follow what the sheep are doing. They just go with the sheep, right? Yeah. You know, and I think the comparison, which is kind of drastic, but they were making to like, you know, they always say like, oh, we now know what you would have did when the Nazis showed up. Right. Mm -hmm. But it's so crazy when you think about how history is and how controlling and powering government is. What do you think uh, they use to control the entire public for, you know, the media? Like, like because if I tell I stopped watching the news after a while Mm -hmm. and what ends up happening is I felt like people were getting uh, like fear, anxiety. Yeah, definitely fear. Um. Not that COVID wasn't deadly or whatnot. I think some of it was, but maybe the real deadly part was that motherfuckers don't exercise. Yeah. They and not only that, they don't take care of their health. Like, hey, go get a shot. Here's a fucking free fat ass burger. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? As opposed to like, hey, here's a, how about your, here's a, your membership to a gym. Mm-hmm. Right. 
And it, I think people were like everything you watch on the news was death, 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 death. Definitely. Yeah. yeah they and feed so, you that. Yeah. And then you get it and you're like, fuck, am I going to die? <laughs> really? I'm my next. Yeah. You, you may not think about it, but like everything always resonates to me with that Bruce Lee quote where he says like, like never talk bad about yourself even as a joke. Definitely. Right. Yes. And, and I, I love that quote. It's, it's something like never talk bad about yourself even as a joke because words uh, have meaning. Right. Mm -hmm. That's why it's called spelling. Mm -hmm. Right. And so. Oh, shit. You get that quote. Yeah. 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 Right. And so he's like, because words have meaning. That's why it's called spelling. So, cast a spell on you. Yeah. They cast a spell on you. And, you know, one of my mantras I tell myself every day is like that 95% um, of your emotions comes from inner talk. Definitely. Right. Yeah. It's the reality that you have you within yourself that resonates outwardly. Well, you you can make yourself fucking sick. Yeah, definitely. You, you can, can get COVID like, fuck, I'm going to die. And yeah. now your immune system's like, oh, fuck. Mm -hmm. Like you start thinking other shit, your immune's not thinking about fight as opposed to like, oh fuck this, I'm gonna beat this, you know? Yeah. One one person actually explained it pretty well is that she said that she had a problem of anxiety because in the morning when she wakes up, she she takes her phone and then she looks at social media and then the people that he she follows is interior designers, motivational speakers, um, entrepreneurs, and I forgot what's the other thing. And what happens is that in your brain, your brain doesn't know the difference. So in her brain, she has to be a master of all of it. But each and individual of those people that she follows, they're an expert in just one thing. But the brain just wanted to be an expert in everything because it's being fed that, that information. Yeah. So you're like, her, her mind was just going haywire because, you know, she, I want to do this, I want to do that. So... I realized that w within myself, we're like, oh, shit, why, why, why not just be a master of one thing? You know, yeah, you could do other stuff. But if you really put your focus, imagine the amount of focus that you put into scrolling through Instagram. Imagine if you put the same fucking focus to something else. Wh what's going to happen? Yeah. You know, you never know. I think there's just so many options. I think it's more of what you're spending your time scrolling through yes right and also you like going back to tribalism where like um who whoever you surround yourself with or, or let's you know if we if we compare it to what you're talking about what you surround your mind with on your phone mm -hmm. right yeah the algorithms are fucking crazy oh yes like if you watch crazy. like people fighting you'll get tons of fighting videos right you're just sitting there mm -hmm. like oh, oh you know and like but uh, here let me read you this quote just so i don't beat it up it said uh, it says, don't speak negatively about yourself, even as a joke. Your body doesn't know the difference. Words are energy and cast spells. That's why it's called spelling. Change the way you speak about yourself and you can change your life. What you're not changing, you are choosing. Mm. Lee. That is true. It's kind of, it's weird. It's, it's true. It's a true philosophy within itself. It's so weird. Um, like the Asian culture, like, because Bruce Lee's, I'm going to say he's half Asian, right? Yeah. He, he was in a, he was an outlier. Well, he's in a limbo like me, right? He's half American, half something else, doesn't fit into either. Mm -hmm. Right. And at the time, you know, that dude endured some racism because he couldn't oh, even get yeah. a fucking job. Right. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> but I, I think. If you, if you talk bad about yourself, it'll affect you your whole life. Yeah, he's he's one of the examples of uh, being an exorcist too. Mm -hmm. Like you're just outside of an outlier. Group. Yeah, you don't you don't belong in any group. You're just an individual. You're an outlier. And I believe that everybody's an individual, and they have their own specific gifts. Except that 
their logical mind wants to fit into something else in order to just blend in with everybody and not stand out, right? It's like those. It's like that. There's like this. Uh, I don't know what it is, but it's like on uh, Instagram or TikTok or whatever. It's the guy who's like, just do whatever you want to do. Who cares if it's weird? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, like, no, the you know what I'm talking about. Like, yeah. have you seen that guy or no? No, I, I've. It's a similar one, but um, there was this guy. He interviews kids. It's it's so cute and it's funny because like he's like, what what like um, what do you think about being weird? And then the kid was like. Being weird is good, you know. It makes you unique, and it makes you uh, uh, an individual. And you know, like I'm, I'm weird myself. I like to sit out and sit, sit somewhere, and just you know, like what I do is I think about math. I'm really good at math. <laughs> and then he's like, okay, the what is twelve times ninety three? And then she's like, started calculating. It's like nine hundred something plus 200 something and then she gave the answer it's like yeah. oh let me check it you're right <laughs> yeah. it's so funny right yeah i think there's a time in our life where you're allowed to do whatever the fuck you want to do yeah but um like the i always call it the number one dream killers is parents right mm. then they start correcting you like let's say you see a kid like eating <laughs> like peanut butter on a cookie or some shit <laughs> yeah or, or like i don't know some weird right with, with uh, peanut butter with a chip yeah or something then we were like oh don't do that you know and then mm-hmm. they're like oh shit and then you you shame them into not doing something that they enjoyed yeah they 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 get um conditioned in a way where like it fits our our perspective of how things should be of what we consider the norm of society yeah. right the, i think the they right do that way. yeah i yeah. think being multicultural in this like country like we have to be a little more open to certain things mm-hmm. but i do think um, like I'm patriotic as well as I mean I got Ameri- I'm like that I think I'm one of the only people that had American flag on my house <laughs> you know yeah and you know the cool thing big ass pull up yeah there. it's alright America, dude. America. <laughs> um, I when I first when I first moved to my neighbor had a Mexican flag mm. and so I put up he was putting up, I was putting up my flagpole and then he's like oh what are you doing I was like oh, I was putting up a flagpole and he's like oh what flag are you putting I was like uh, American flag, <laughs> California, <laughs> yeah. Okay. And so he's like, "Oh, I'm like, I'm like, why do you got a Mexican flag?" I was like, "Oh, from I'm from Mexico." I'm like, "That's okay. I mean, there's nothing wrong with being proud of Mexico, but mm. you're in America, yeah, right? Like, we're the only country where you can do so much shit that you wouldn't get away with somewhere else. Yeah, there's like, you can go to get a pamphlet in 38 fucking languages here. Mm-hmm. If I go to Germany and I don't learn to speak German after <laughs> after five years, I'm fucked. <laughs> you're fucked. <laughs> you know what i mean like yeah that's true you get persecuted for it i think you know our history is not the great the the best or the greatest history like yeah. we, we've like fucking killed a bunch of indians i always find it funny we got all these in- <laughs> what yeah we got, i find it funny we got these indian concentration camps that are like historical landmarks like, oh yeah yeah like true. <laughs> indian. It's, it's fucked up yeah do you know what i mean they mm-hmm. they made the indians convert to you know to be catholics yeah. yeah and if they didn't they killed them yeah it, it's funny that history is starting to repeat itself, especially now. In, in what way? In a way where like we're reverting back based upon the ideals that these people who have power believe in. We're like, just like prime example, that Roe versus Wade thing. That's that's a that's a double sided sword, and you know, like it's it, it's a very you know hard topic to follow and hard topic to talk about especially if you believe in women's rights and all that crap right yeah 
Oh, well, fuck, I don't know if we want to go into that conversation. But nah, it, I, don't, it, I don't want to go no, into that conversation either. because I, I'm a guy. I, I, I know, but I do I do think that, I find it odd too, but I do think that, um, what's up? Oh, no. <laughs> Get it. <laughs> hey! Hey! What up? Got it, Buzz, zap that bug, fool. <laughs> Fucking. <laughs> oh, shit, another one. <laughs> no, it was the same one. Oh. <laughs> I chopped them up twice. Um, I do think, like, a woman should be able to do whatever the fuck she wants. Mm-hmm. Right? Definitely, yeah. Because if they're going to let you, let's say, uh, I mean, not to compare it to, but like, if you wanted to get 400 plastic surgery, they'll let you do it. Exactly. So if you want to get a bunch of fucking abortions or whatever. Exactly. Who gives a shit? Yeah. It's, it's so, your it's your own, um, like, burden to deal with that. You know, it's funny. I, I wonder, because they say, like, oh, that's a body. I'm like, these women better smarten up. I'm like, okay. I'm pregnant for six months out of the year so I can get a tax deduction. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? How are they going to prove you wrong? Yeah, exactly. You know? And, and one thing that uh, that someone said is like, you know, I mean, it, it's very polarized in, in that way, but um, these people who believe in pro-life and all that stuff, uh, do they believe in adoption? Do they believe in, like, helping out a kid? You know, especially if you have a kid, like, Who's starving, you know? Are you going to freaking help them out? Yeah. Do you, uh, I looked at the numbers. Do you know how many abortions there is in the U.S.? How many? Well, how many do you think? Less than a thousand? No. It was more than that? Fuck yeah. I, I think in, in, in um, 1990, that was like 2.1 million. Woo! Okay, 1990. Now, I, I granted, I bet you that was like right after the, uh, the crack epidemic and mm-hmm. the drug phase and yeah. all that. But in 2020, there was a hundred and or nine hundred ninety thousand, mm-hmm. which is yeah. still a considerable number. But I don't know how many people. There's a lot of fucking people here. But for me, like I think there should be like a, a boundary, where like they want to, they have to clarify what's the you know like what's the limit, meaning like the trimester part, right? Where if if there's already a heartbeat, then too late. You know, you're supposed to catch it way before. Or like something like that. Yeah, I don't no, know no. about anything about I, I, female anatomy or you, you whatever. You know, it's weird, and I and I hate making decisions based on what you hear on the media because yeah. it's, it's one sided. Yeah, it's one sided, definitely. It, you, like you really have to go in and read what they're saying, mm-hmm. and, and I, the scientific proof too. Well, I know? think what they're saying, and here's what I like try to tell like some of the women I talk to, is like I think what they're saying is like that the government shouldn't tell you what to do; that the state should. Exactly. So I tell people, if you don't like what the state's doing, vote fucking people. Vote the people you want in. Mm-hmm. Which is so crazy, right? Yeah, but we but, don't. It, it's weird. People don't want to vote. You yeah, know? but do you believe in the concept of voting, though, or is there a bigger picture to this than? Um, than just here's that? what I here's what I always <laughs> tell myself. Like, I feel, I think voting. It's interesting that I can go on Amazon, buy a package. I can track that motherfucker package when it leaves the warehouse. <laughs> it's yeah. on a it's on a van. It's ten stops away, and it gets to my house. I can't do that with my ballot. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? When I send my... It got ba- burned, bro. They bro, burned it. <laughs> you should be able to track that ballot like that. Exactly. You should be able to look it up every three days and be like, oh, it's in transit. It's at this warehouse. Uh-huh. You know? That's that's what they should do with that shit. They they shouldn't be spending $40 billion on the fucking place. Let's fix the voting system. Yeah, here. exactly. The whole thing of like, you know, we should have a voice. We The government should be the people, not an individual. It's so crazy. It's just crazy, you know, how like people want... A person but to it's be very, in charge. But it's of very. Something. I mean, we go back. It's like it's very tribalistic. 
And not only that, it's like, repeated in human history, even in the Bible, within the Bible. So I, I've studied the Bible. I went to Bible study and I, I go to church before. And um, so basically back in the Old Testament, God wanted to be the king. God wanted to rule over everybody, right? But what human beings wanted, they wanted because God can't be seen nor is not physical. They wanted someone to rule over them, meaning they wanted an individual, like a person. Mm -hmm. So God pretty much gave them a king. They said, okay, I'll anoint this person as king. And what happens? Corruption. Because that's the human condition. We can get corrupted based upon what we desire because of ego. Well, I think it's it's more than just ego. I think it's financial, regardless of what it is. Yeah, right? financial, but if you break things down... We are the only um, animals in this world that actually wanted to follow a leader that would dictate whatever they want in life. Well, animals do that. Yeah, animals like, do dogs that. Dogs are they, pack animals, right? Yeah, but they have to prove themselves, right? Well, shit, man. You see them dogs running out wild. There's always one yeah. one dog who but tells that, everyone what to do. Yeah, that. but that one dog has to prove itself. Oh, yeah, he does. You know? Well, all, all the primates do. Like apes do it too. Mm -hmm. Gorillas, right? Mm -hmm. There's only one silverback. Yeah. It, it's, but, it's so crazy, right? And then what do they do if there's like, if one of the other gorillas has a little uh, baby, like a, a boy? Sometimes they kill them. Oh yeah, because they didn't want to. Yeah, yeah a, a challenger. Yeah, you know they want they don't want to lose their seat. But it makes sense, right? Like you have these little, like you're saying, the little pods, mm -hmm. and then if the little pods can join together for the same movement, it helps. But if it doesn't, then you have a bunch. You have a bunch of different pods, and yeah, yeah. I think that happens here in the United States because we have so many cultures here. Yeah, right, like. Uh, they got you got Chinatown, which is not much Chinatown anymore. But let's say Chinatown, Koreatown, you, Little Saigon, Little Tokyo. Um, um, I don't even know if it's called Little, <laughs> little Vietnam. I was gonna not say Saigon. Little Saigon, yeah, right? Still, Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. you have all these little cultures, and I think people go there because there's a sense of um, belonging, yeah, or conformity. Like, oh, I know what I know what this culture does, or mm -hmm. I know what they do, or they don't do. Right? Yeah, they know they know the social norms and cues to what to do and not to do. So that they're not uh, an outlier. Do you, do you know what the one thing that I find that's universal throughout the world? A smile. Laughter, yeah. Yes, a smile, laughter. It's so funny. Like, I watch, <laughs> watch those, <laughs> I watch those Japanese fucking game shows, dude. Dude, I love those guys. Between those, the Japanese and the Brazilians, they're fucking crazy. <laughs> Have you ever watched Squid Games? The the movie? Uh, the TV show on Netflix. No. It's, but it's it's funny because the Japanese people they actually made it into a real game. Well, Netflix is doing some show. Yeah, so like, yeah. Uh, they it's called Red Light Green Light. Okay. So what they do is that they end up in a beginning, uh, like a beginning line, and they have to run towards the finish line. But the person on the finish line is turning around, and then if if they said green light, they can walk. Or run towards the finish line. But when they said red light and they turn and whoever moves, they're going to kick them out or pretty much in the squid game, they kill them. <laughs> yeah. But the Japanese show fucking, they go fucking ape shit where like they put this freaking like, it's like a bazooka of like just slime and they shoot them in the fucking face. <laughs> I was like, oh Bro, God. they're so crazy. <laughs> but you know, when they, like I watch those shows sometimes when I, uh, when I used to watch them on like regular public television. Mm -hmm. And they start laughing, and you just start laughing because it's fucking contagious. Right? Yeah, like, exactly. But it's funny. Like I always find that all, 
all cultures love to laugh. Oh yeah, definitely. But we yeah. don't we don't have that that picture in our brain. Like if I tell you like, oh, what do you think about people in the Middle East? All we think about is people with turbans or like mm-hmm. covering their face. But that's not everywhere in the Middle East. But do you know what I mean? They have to. They love to laugh too. You know what's so crazy? Like one person that I actually really like watching was Anthony Bourdain, because not only he was a food connoisseur and a critic and you know person who knows about food but he also exposed culture yeah like showing them what a culture really is and what they do that makes them attractive you know like in each and especially the way you communicate communicate a culture is through food yeah and it's biblical too because in everything that if you want to talk about Jesus or, you know, whoever the character is within the Bible and anything that they taught, they taught it right in front of food because everybody's happy when, when you're fucking That's full, funny. you're, you're That's happy. funny you say that because you think about the last supper picture, right? Yeah, yeah. You're happy. You're, you're, you're content. So therefore you're willing to listen because you're not, your, your emotions are on neutral. Except because, the Egyptians. They didn't, they didn't give a shit about food. Are you sure? I don't know. I'm just saying because <laughs> all the hieroglyphics and all the pictures I see, there's no food around. Yeah, food, 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 and food Lots and of uh, gold, drinks. Though. Yeah, fuck, gold is a valuable metal, man. Bro, I the Egyptians had something going on, right? Oh yeah, definitely. And people don't don't give them enough credit, right? Mm-hmm. It's in Egypt and Africa, fucking right? aliens, man. No, but I'm just saying, like <laughs> these people, every like every colony or every country, and try to invade them and steal their shit. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Because they have some hidden, um, I, I don't know. I just think they had just knowledge. Well, I, I think they just had all these resources. I personally, I think I've said this before, but I think like the Africans were really the engineers of the world. I because believe so. if you look at the pyramids in Egypt, there's like nine different types of pyramids. Mm-hmm. Like nine different, th- not just the straight slope ones, but nine different types. And some of the pyramids that you see in Egypt are the same ones you see in Mexico. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a uh, design like that because, and uh, the well, let's go back to ancient theory where um, ancient aliens come in, involved, where human beings actually came from the Orion Belt, like you know the, the wow, belt wow. of Orion. What's like, in your drink, bro? <laughs> <laughs> some, some some good Joe, stuff, bro. Some Joe Rogan juice. <laughs> some some good stuff, bro. But uh, everything is aligned with the Orion's belt. And it's so weird that they just look at that, those stars. Well, those we don't. Of stars. We don't have that luxury because we have so much like oh, we light got Google, pollution. Go, Google Maps, bro. I know, but we got light. <laughs> we got light pollution until you yeah. like if, if you go in the desert and you're like, whoa, shit. Have you Have you ever seen the uh, Milky Way? Yeah, it's fucking crazy. Where Where have you seen it at? Uh, well, a couple times uh, when I've gone to like Havasu or you go up in the up in the high mountains, there's mm-hmm. no light up there. Yeah. And you see it. Joshua Tree is a good example too. Definitely, yeah. Um, one time I was in Nevada somewhere and I was fucking, I was outside. I was like, whoa. If you just sit there on the floor, you're so, uh, I'm calling it sounds dumb, but I'm going to say you're so starstruck, right? Because there's yeah. so many stars. You're like, fuck, how is there not other people here? Yeah, exactly. Right. In, in this vast universe that we have, how is there no other living fucking being? You know, how are we the then, center of everything? And then they they really saw those videos and uh-huh. they're like, oh shit, that shit's going 800 miles <laughs> into the wind. What's so crazy because uh, is uh, when I was in the military and when I was in the Navy, we were um, sailing on, on the, the ocean, in the Pacific Ocean, and it was a new moon and I took a so-called smoke break because <laughs> uh-huh. that's the only time we could fucking take a break, right? Yeah. So we go outside in the flight deck and, you know, people smoke, but I just hang out. 
uh, I smoke a little bit, but you know, I I just hang out. And um, what's crazy is uh, I saw the the uh, Milky Way, and I was like, "You guys see this shit?" And, like they don't give a fuck because they're stuck in their own world. Yeah. But me, I was a very like, ever since I was a kid, I was very intrigued with small little details and everything that is within around me. And I saw the Milky Way. I'm like, "Holy shit, bro!" Like we're floating in the middle of the ocean. And we're on fucking Milky Way. It looks like we're floating in space because it's so fucking dark. It's so but crazy. All you yeah. see is the fucking Milky Way. And you're like, do shit. They, do yeah. they have lights on the boat? Yeah, we do. Yeah, what kind yeah. of boat was it? Carrier? It, no, it was Destroyer. Uh, Destroyer. Oh, yeah, was. DDG. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's just so crazy that with all that vastness, it makes me look very small. It makes me like a tiny speck. It, like, it's weird. I have the same perspective on life but in a different way because i always remember looking at stuff in microscope oh yeah that, right? that and went then you look you look at a microscope like at a, let's say a plant cell and shit's moving around and you're like what the fuck right there's like our our world is full of like microscopic things you can't see and telescopic things you can't see right like mm-hmm. and it's crazy yeah and it's it's so funny that um someone said this too is like you know you when you look at yourself in the mirror, who do you think is looking at you? You think it's yourself? Not really, because okay, that's fucking weird, bro. <laughs> there is there is uh, billions and billions of cells within your body, mm-hmm. so therefore it's not really you. The body's amazing, though. Yeah, it's I it's so weird, though, right? Like, but if you if you think about it, like your brain, like it's just a brain, but you think the consciousness in, is in your brain. How do they know? It's like a, I always come try to make uh, the human body comparison to a car, right? So we know for in order for a car to start, it's got to have a battery. Mm-hmm. The battery turns the alternate or, you know, turns the starter over. And then when you're driving, the alternator charges the battery. Mm-hmm. So, wh- like, what's charging our heart? Exactly. What's the, running it? Yeah. What's, right? what's telling it, brain, it to pump? But what's like, is, that, is the brain the battery? Mm-hmm. If you don't believe in the in a bigger intelligence, in the bigger intelligence that connects us all, where everything is made out of energy, from atoms to subatomic particles, if you don't believe that there's a greater and vast intelligence out there, you're a fucking fucked up person, or like you're just stuck. But it's weird, man. We don't take care of our we don't take care of our body or our brain enough. You know, yeah. I think people lived a long time. Now, I don't know. I've read the Bible as well, but I don't know if I really believe like Moses was 500 years old. No, I mean, I think but, it's open to inter- interpretation. No, no, 100%. But I'm yeah. saying like they probably lived a little longer mm-hmm. than we do because they probably didn't put as much poison into their system. I'm sure they were doing shrooms and everything else that was. Oh, yeah. They already proved that. Well, I <laughs> and you know, it's weird. Nature, nature in its own is amazing. The problem is when you start putting uh, a little bit of science into nature is when you when you get crazy. So I'll give you a great example like marijuana, right? Uh, if you look at all the Cheech and Chong films where they were smoking reefers and shit, like their, their THC content was probably like 70% in those fucking joints, right? And most of it was CBD, mm. which is the beneficial part, right? Yeah. The shit now is like 99999 <laughs> It's crack, bro. This shit is meth. You know? <laughs> it's fucking crazy. Because they fucking intermingled all that shit. And it's not the same. Yeah, it's definitely not the same. And it's not the same benefits. And I think that I think it happens because they try to like genetically modify things so it's produced more quicker so they can make more money. Why right? why do human in your opinion, why do human beings want to escape this reality by using 
drugs or other things that would um like not messed up their consciousness but kind of alter it why do human beings do that what do you think do you really think it's an altered conscience or maybe it's the real conscience <laughs> you know be. what i'm saying it can be maybe we're living in an altered state right now because we get so much negative information we don't mm-hmm. get the truth yeah we don't people lie fucking tv lies everyone's lying about something there's no truth right mm-hmm. like you can fucking go google someone's history and come up with shit you know i think the concept of truths defend depends on the individual i think I also feel like you're allowed to grow. You're going to make mistakes. You're going to lie. You're going to fucking do shit you shouldn't have done. Mm -hmm. But I think you should be allowed to grow. And that's the one thing that we don't allow. Yeah. You know, growth. Yeah, exactly. Like, they want to label everything. That's the... I think that's one of the curses that we put upon ourselves is when we start labeling things. Yeah, especially like, let's say, comedians, right? Like, oh, they're funny, they're funny. And unfortunately, they have to... They have to feel like they're fun. They have to be funny all the time, mm-hmm. but they're probably not. I mean, you look at like Robin Williams, fucking guy, kills himself, right? Mm-hmm. Probably, obviously, dealing with something far beyond than he was portraying, mm-hmm. or that people want to admit. Yeah, and, and so I think the drugs, like the natural drugs, and I think they took them forever. Like if you think back in the Middle East, they weren't fucking popping opiates because of the there's the opiate for fucking gardens over there, right? Yeah, like the Colombians, like. The Colombians will tell you, they'll like put coca leaves in there to work and shit, keep them up, you know? Yeah. I think what happens is you get to a point and then people abuse it. Yeah. And and after that, like people abuse it and then they get labeled into something that, oh, this drug does does wrong. Even though it's just an individual who did it and then they they something happens and they have something that something bad happens to them. Or like they make a choice that is bad. It's uh it's it's interesting to me. I know when I was growing up, like, I thought people that smoke weed because of what information I was fed, I was like, fucking bunch of uh, druggies mm-hmm. and junkies and idiots, right? Yeah. And then as I progressed and I got older and I met some successful, smart business people that would smoke weed, and then I started to be like, fuck, this guy, this guy smokes weed and he's fucking smart. And successful. And successful. You know what I mean? And so Prime like, example, Snoop Dogg, man. Not even... Well, <laughs> Snoop Dogg's got an image, too, but I'm yeah, saying... Yeah, um, But he's smart. He's smart, but he's got an image, right? Mm-hmm. Most of it... He's probably not smoking as much as we think. It's it's the image or what we portray of him. But just in general, there's so many people. And now, like, it's been decriminalized, so to speak, here. Um, not federally. Not federally, <laughs> yeah. But, but we look at people and we judge them based on on the information that we're, we're, mm-hmm. get, we're, we're fed, right? Yeah. Like mushrooms or shrooms, like uh, like um, hallucinogenic shrooms are like coming into that that spectrum too, where like you start looking at people that microdose, and it's okay. But I think there's a misconception on microdosing too. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's it's regular dose. Yeah, it's a regular fucking dose. <laughs> and they start seeing Mickey Mouse and shit. Yeah, but it's so weird, right? And yeah. So I think I don't know, man. It's. Uh, there's now there's some fucking drugs out there. Like I remember when I was a kid, and I think it traumatized me. I was like, I remember seeing some fucking dude hopped up on PCP. Oh shit, bro! Yeah, he was strong. like he was punching windows out with his hand, mm-hmm. and then like by the third car, I could hear his bones just. Ugh. He had broke his hand, but didn't know, you know. Yeah, because they don't feel pain. They don't feel pain, yeah. right? And so you sit there and you're like, shit, man. Mm-hmm. Like, but does PCP have a benefit? I'm like, fuck, I don't know. Yeah. You know, one it's, thing, one thing for for me, in my opinion. 
just like in everything like for example food or whatever that you do in life before you judge it and before you put a label on it ensure and know and uh actually just try it <laughs> it's fucked up to say but well you don't want to fucking no do that you don't want to try man. pcp of course oh, yeah, but, okay. but i'm just saying like if you want to make something into law like for example making uh, like something like a hallucinogenic or like something that will alter your consciousness into a illegal law a law that would prohibit people from using it know first before you even do that know what what the that, effects that, are that's just not gonna work here bro i know it's not gonna yeah, work you know how you know, you know how i know that is i look at just food and the standards between the european union and the u.s are drastically different yeah you know what I mean? Mm. Like, let's say they've got colors like... No, I'm just talking like, about the individual. Though. I know, but I'm yeah. talking about like synthetic colors, like red Ford and stuff that mm. cause our known carcinogens. They mm. put it in fucking Pedialyte for kids, mm. right? J- just like, just like for example, like my godson. He was like, oh, I don't want to try that food. I'm like, why not? He's like, I don't know. I was like, you don't know. Then why don't you want to try it? It's good. It tastes good. In my opinion, it's good. Before you judge something, before you say something about something, you must know it first. So he tried it, and he's like, "Oh, it's good." Yeah. I was like, "See?" But do you think he said that because you you? No, you, because he keeps fucking eating it, and he <laughs> likes it. <laughs> I didn't even like. He's like, "Hey, Appa," he calls me Appa. He's like, "Hey, Appa, um, do you have any more of that?" I'm like, "What was it?" It was um it mushroom. Was fil- <laughs> no, it was Filipino food. It was like uh, uh spaghetti and hot dog. No, not spaghetti and hot dog. It's uh <laughs> it was um fuck, it was adobo. Like dude, it's chicken adobo. It's just uh, basic. Yeah. Cuz you know, it looks black and I was like, dude, it's food. It's yeah, still yeah. <laughs> you know, That's the crazy thing about I think the Amer- you know, American culture we're so used to like the round apple, like, mm-hmm. the, like the perfect cut of meat. Yeah, exactly. And I was like, hey, fucking meat, the meat turns brown like within a couple hours. Mm-hmm. They put nitrites in that shit yeah. to keep it red. But like visually, like Americans want to see a certain thing, right? Yeah, but it's so crazy because in, like you said, in different cultures, there are some foods that are not appealing at all, but they taste so fucking delicious. Give me an example. Um, for me and my... Don't, don't say persimmon. No. <laughs> Menudo. Okay, you know Filipino menudo. <laughs> What's the difference? Uh, the difference is that we cook it with pota- uh, tomatoes and put it put potatoes and uh, that's like fucking gumbo, bro. That's fucking kind of like it looks like gumbo. Yeah, yeah. yeah but I, I like Mexican menudo too. Yeah, you know, I, especially I for, for a hangover, bro. It's good. I don't know. Or like pho. I don't, I don't pho. get hang- I don't get hangovers, bro. No, but so pho doesn't look appealing neither, bro. You smoking crack? <laughs> No, but it's not as colorful. It's pho like, is amazing. Oh, yeah. It forget is amazing. A, forget about <laughs> it. Forget We're about it. Next conversation. Fuck your shit. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, I'm only saying just, you know, there's, I can't think of the top of my head, but there's a lot of cultural foods that are not appealing to the American eye. But once you taste it, it's like, what the fuck? Do you think if you went, let's say, um, let's say you went to Vietnam. Mm-hmm. I, now, I'll give an example. I'm, I'm going to say Vietnam because I like pho, but. You go to Mexico, they don't, there's not a lot of tacos in Mexico. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's yeah. like an American shit. Yeah. And so do you think, is there a lot of pho in Vietnam? I Yeah. Okay, so. Mm-hmm. But there's you, different, there, there's different levels. No, 100%. But yeah. like, so I, I feel like if you went there and you had to live there, you would become immense in that culture. Yeah, right? definitely. Yeah. Because if you, and it's almost like it goes back to tribals. If you don't, you become an outcast and you don't want to be an outcast. Mm-hmm. 
Because then you'd be like, oh, that guy. You know, the worst thing is it'd be like, the American doesn't like our, our food, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, one, You can't vegetate yourself in one corner and expect to grow. Yeah, I think you just have to have an, like, similar with people, I always feel open like. Mind. Open mind. Open mind to yeah. things, right? Like, in my concept of all things, like, if people want to do something, as long as it doesn't uh, pass the boundaries of hurting someone, dude, fucking let them do it. That's what I say too, right? Like, for example, if, if they want to, you know, like, do something that, like, alter their body or change something within their body, like, let them do it and let them know that, okay, like what? there's... Give me an example. Like, plastic surgery, yeah, yeah. right? You know, there's consequences to it. If you want to change something within your body by, like, doing surgical, you know, procedures, there's consequences to it. What are, what are we What are we chasing when we do that, though? Approval? Yeah, approval from everybody else, yeah, right? Which is crazy, and right? It falls back to tribalism again. You know, I look it back like uh, when I think about when I was a kid, like culture, right? If if you were indigenous and you were dark skinned, people looked at you bad. Yeah. Definitely. Right. And I assume like the Philippines is the same. Yeah. India is the same, right? Like they have the whole caste system there. But like okay, I, look, I like, look at dark skinned people, I'm like, like that's culturally rich, but you're you're not sold that because you're sold that being lighter is better, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And obviously, like some of us, like you and I, probably have some um, Spanish influence. Except for you, I think you're no, I'm, ninety-nine point ninety-four percent Filipino yeah. and six percent communist. You know what I mean? <laughs> but uh, do you know what I mean? Like, there's yeah. some form there where, like, if you're, I like, thought I was fucking Spanish, bro. I got this cleft chin that I <laughs> yeah. But you know, all your DNA doesn't come through after over time. Really? 100%. Okay. Because if you think about well, it. Well, 400 get, years is a lot. I, yeah. <laughs> think about it. You only get 32 chromosomes from each parent, right? Yeah. And, and someone's lying in my family. <laughs> and some genes are not, well, some genes are not dominant, right? So you lose them. You lose them over time. Ah, okay. Right? So let's say your, your great, 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 like five great grandpas or something mm-hmm. was like Spanish and something else. Let's say he was 10% Spanish and something else, and, but he dated a, a a girl that was hundred percent Filipino, he'd like their kids would only be like one percent Spanish. And guess what? You know the the real indigenous Filipinos how they look like? They're dark skin, curly hair. Dude, most indigenous people are dark. Look at you look the at Aborigines. Any, Aborigines. Yeah. Look at the original Hawaiians, right? You yeah. look at those old Hawaiian pictures, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, like uh, fuck, it's fucking crazy, and we don't celebrate that anymore. Yeah, you know? it's so crazy. Yeah, it's it's just weird that we consider we like pretty much uh, we categorize ourselves based upon skin color, and yet you know we're more than that. I think people are more than that. We're like based upon how someone looks. It's it's not that. In my opinion, what attracts me the most is how people carry themselves. What intellectual knowledge that they carry mm-hmm. and also experience yeah experience that they have oh, and the said, fucking food man yeah i love food <laughs> fuck I, I always I say pupusas. like I don't, <laughs> I don't care what you vote for what you do what yeah what church you go to or you don't or like anything like just be a good fucking person you know there are two areas in my life that people who have different ideologies different belief systems and different points of views, and they get together and still are happy. You know where? In the military uh-huh. and in jujitsu. Yeah, with the military, you fucking got to. But not only that, we have the same goal. I know, but that's what I'm. That's what I love that we're talking about tribalism, right? Mm-hmm. You can be from, and 
uh, kind of uh, it kind of all circles back to what you say. Mm-hmm. You can be from several different tribes, and that's fine because each tribe requires something special of you, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say, um, let's say you like cooking, you know, Asian food. And you mm-hmm. find a group of people who love cooking Asian food, right? But mm-hmm. you also like reading horror books. So you find a group of people who likes horror books. Yeah. And you can you can go from tribe to tribe as long as you have something in common. The problem is when people start... Get stuck in yeah, that one tribe. They get stuck in one tribe or they tell you like, oh, no, we don't, you know, we don't like Asian food anymore. Yeah. And then you're like, okay. I fucking dare you to say that. <laughs> I dare you to say that. Uh, let me show you. Yeah. Let me let me show you. Fucking, I'll eat potatoes for the rest of my life. It's so crazy, <laughs> but I think that's what I think. Having little different tribes is good for your soul. Yeah, no, because not, it feels it builds diversity with. Yeah, it gives it gives you a diverse way of living, and not only that, it makes everything more colorful in their own way. I think once you get to know somebody, you forget. A lot of things, right? Mm-hmm. Now, there's some things like you can't forget, but I think you forget like you can forget someone's color, yeah, someone's accent, mm-hmm. someone's dialect, like someone. Be careful on talking shit about people who have accents because they can speak another language. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's true. But do you yeah. know what I mean? Like you get past that after a while. Like when people tell me, like uh, when I was in college, they're like, "Oh, I don't like that professor. She's got a bad accent, or he's got a bad accent." I'm like. You know, I used to tell them, I'm like, that just means you got to fucking listen better, bro. So you're going to learn more. Yeah. So instead of going in there with a fucking negative mindset of some shit. Yeah, they already expect that they're not going to learn something because they already have a bad accent. Yeah. And I'm like, what doesn't make that person smart? Just because they're from like another country. Mm -hmm. I said, they're speaking English. Yeah. They went through the school system and now they're teaching. And what are you doing? You're a fucking student. So shut the fuck up and listen, right? Fucking just just be there. Yeah. You know, be present. It's so (laughs) weird, man. We should be more open. Yeah. You're right. The military, because you can get... Every color from all over the world in there, and the goal is that red, white, and blue. It doesn't fucking matter. One fucking goal is to fucking support and defend the Constitution of the United States. Americans are so weird. Like whenever, like we watch, like if we watch them fights, right? Mm -hmm. And like it's a Brazilian against an American. Like the Brazilians don't give a fuck. They're gonna support (laughs) the Brazilian. You know what I mean? Like Uh yeah, always right. Uh They can bring Brazil, and they can be like they'll support the Brazilian. Yeah, boy, the guy's getting his ass kicked. They're still clapping for him. Mm-hmm. Here, no, man. Fucking people will clap for someone else that's not American before they clap for their own. Yeah. It's kind of fucked up. But, I mean, that kind of gives it a diverse diversity in a way. Where, like, you know, you, you can have that right to pick your own team, right? But we're lacking a little, man. When we you are. watch these old videos, like I watched this video. I don't know. Like, I like watching documentaries. But it was like, it might have been Muhammad Ali and then... A couple of weeks later, I was watching the Sam Cooke one. And all these guys are, they were born here during slavery, right? Yeah. Or like, or not slavery, during segregation, right? Mm. And so they got a lot of uh, like a racial tensions here. But they went to like, uh, when they went to Europe, they were treated fucking great. Mm-hmm. You know? And then they got to come back to their own country and treat it like a fucking second class citizen. Mm-hmm. Like, what are we missing, right? Like, yeah, you know? And the problem is, we're so diverse that we don't know what tribe to to root for. Yeah. I think we shouldn't root for any type of tribe. We should just root for being alive and being a human. Yeah. Where like good jokes. We should root for good yeah, jokes. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, like don't take your fucking self too seriously <laughs> and don't take your 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 point of view and um your belief system too fucking seriously because <laughs> there's a something that will fucking disprove whatever it is. Yeah. Right? Yo, bro, I was watching the comedian. I don't know what his name is, but he was like 
uh, asking some guy, hey, you Indian? He's like, yeah, are you Punjabi? And I was like, yeah. Oh, yeah. it's Andrew Schultz. <laughs> oh, Andrew Schultz, <laughs> yeah. bro. And he's talking about Do you No, he Punjabi? said Iranian. No, no. It oh, was a guy. Okay. It was. He said it was Punjabi. He's like, oh, those guys wore a, a full metal bracelet. It was their sheath, you know, when uh-huh. they fought to block the swords. Uh-huh. Because now they just wear a, bla- a bracelet to rest on the stairwell from their Uber. It's <laughs> <laughs> like this fucking guy. But it's it's kind of weird. It's, it's a joke, but you forget the history of what some people what their culture mm-hmm. brings to them, right? Like, yeah. I mean, if you, if you like, can't have that, that uh, sense of humor, like you said, humor is universal. Laughter, <laughs> a smile, uh, you know, like just bursting out laughing is very contagious in its own way. But, but they try to kill that shit with cancel culture. Exactly. That's one of our fucking, right, especially right now, man, that's one of our freaking I think it's fucking falling. I think it's falling back because people are like, come on, bro. They're trying I to cancel so. fucking everything. Yeah. You think so? I, I mean, I would hope so. I think we're diverse enough to like um, be open-minded, but some people are not. And it go- boils down to what we talked about. Some people, if you don't agree with their tribe, you're out. Yeah. Right. I think it's one, one of one of the things too. It's that victimhood mentality. You know, when you feel like a victim, you blame everybody. Now, some shit is wrong. I was yeah, talk- some shit is wrong. Don't I get me ta- wrong. I was like, talking to some, who's a lot of shit is wrong. I don't know if, I, if somebody was telling me or I was watching something, but it was this kid. He was like an Asian kid. He was in a white school, and the, the PE teacher used to call him uh, Chop Chop. Hey, Chop Chop. Mm-hmm. You know, and I guess yeah. Chop Chop was this old cartoon with this like. Uh, portrayed an Asian guy with big teeth and he was yellow and I was like, okay, that's pretty fucked up. Yeah, right? that's like, fucked up, yeah. Especially, and it almost comes down to what you're saying about like fucking drugs, but like, if you don't know anything about that culture, step back and shut the fuck up. Yeah. Right? Or, because, or like learn something about it first. Bro, I'll tell you what, right now is a great time because like the Asian culture to have these herbalists, those motherfuckers know all kinds of shit. Fuck yeah. Do you bro, know what I mean? Cordyceps. They bro, eating not, fucking worms. No, but they know all kinds of shit. Yeah. Oh, hey dude, you're feeling a little bloated? Here, Here you go. Bo- boil this fucking <laughs> boil this fucking plant. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but that's like amazing. But unfortunately, like the pharmaceutical companies don't they want you to do this. shut it down. Yeah, they want to shut it down, mm-hmm. right? Because they're not. That's taking away money from them. But there's no like. I think the the real tribal effect that we can have is being healthy. But nobody wants to do it. Yeah. Not only physically, but I think mentally. Too. Well, well, mentally, I think like I agree with you. Mentally first. Mentally first, definitely. A hundred. And then physically. Because if you, and I'll say like this, like even going to the gym. If you go to the gym with a shitty mindset, you're going to have a shitty performance and shitty and shit's not going to happen. But you still, you you still went to the gym, bro. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, but do you know what I'm saying though? That's true. I I get you. Right. But I do agree. I think mentally first. And I, I tell people this about diet. Everyone can lose weight, but when. It'll happen when you're mentally ready. Mm-hmm. It's not going to happen because, oh, I need to fucking fit into this or I need to lose six pounds for this gig or I need to do this for that. Or it's going to happen when you're like, okay, I'm a little fucking heavy right now. I got to, I got to drop 10 pounds or some shit. How but, do you become ment- mentally uh, ready how, in your, in your perspective and in your own words on how to become mentally ready? How do you do it? Okay. So I, for me, I feel like there's two things. One Probably 16 things, but I'm just going to say two. <laughs> like two. God damn. Let's two, go down the list, bro. <laughs> I think one is you have to understand, like you have to know what the goal is, right? Mm-hmm. So the goal can be anything. It could be losing weight. It could be like, hey, man, I just, 
uh, I want to do more push-ups or, um, you know, I want to be more active or I, I need to burn more calories. But, but you have to be mentally ready knowing when you're mentally ready, that tells you like it's going to require some effort, mm-hmm. which means action. And action mm-hmm. means going out there and doing some shit. Mm-hmm. And then two, you have to make sure you set up a plan and the plan's got to be very specific. So I tell people this, like um, a road, a, a roadmap, like a serious roadmap. And it's fucking two lanes, mm-hmm. one there and one back. There's not a, it's not a six lane <laughs> fucking highway. Yeah. It doesn't have a carpool. Mm-hmm. You know, like you want to take I'm a, a fuck, teleport, bro. You want to fucking it. take a fat burner. That's a carpool. That shit ain't happening. <laughs> right? But you have to have very specific. You have to give you, you have to give your brain very specific instructions. Like you have to say like, Hey, Every day at six o'clock, I'm going to do 20 push-ups, and boom, mm. you do that, okay? Yeah. And so once you get that done, I always give everything a week. I say seven days, right? So after seven days, you'd be like, every day at six o'clock after I do my 10 20 push-ups, I'm going to do 20 sit-ups. Mm-hmm. And it's very specific, and it's very time. That way, your, your brain says like, oh, fuck, six o'clock. I got to go do my push-ups. Oh, shit, I got to do my sit-ups right after my push-ups. If you don't, you're going to be like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do 10 push-ups and 10 sit-ups every day. Mm-hmm. And then it gets lost in all the shit you got to do because you didn't tell your brain a specific time and a task. Mm, okay. Yeah, for me, it's uh, it's a goal is a means of an end, right? Where like, you know, a goal point is just, okay, I'm going to do that and it's just a check mark and that's it. But in, in the concept of like how it makes you feel, just like going back to Jim Quick, you know, we, we are emotional creatures. We are illogical in our way where we actually drive our actions through how things make us feel. Mm-hmm. So just think about it. Before you even judge that something is difficult, how does it make you feel afterwards when you do it? Like shit, tired? Shit, tired, <laughs> but... You feel accomplished, but there's got you have right? to have an you have to have a goal. You have yeah, you have to have a goal. You ha- that's that's a means of a checkpoint. And the the goal doesn't always have to be to lose weight. Yeah, or f- the goal can be like anything, anything I, I in need life. And that's not think about life for an hour, so I'm gonna work out fucking hard. Yeah, or meditate fucking hard. Yeah, you know if you have so much chatter in your head, so and much who, doubt. Who did that shit a lot? The fucking Asians, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, dude, that's the what, monks, the bro, monks. That's did what I'm it. saying. They yeah. Thought, Dude, the herb, the Asian herbalists are fucking amazing. Yeah, the I best haven't used way- one, but I see some of their posts and shit. I'm like, Man, these motherfuckers know a lot of shit. Not only that, the fucking um, Indians. Well, Indians are Asians too, but um, my you know, boy Doctor Sebi. You ever heard of, heard of Doctor Sebi? Sounds familiar, bro. Doctor Sebi's a shit. They you- talk about different spices, how it does to the human body, but people forget this: that he- the food that we eat is actually medicine too. Or it could be medicine or poison. You know, it's interesting. I tell people this: you, if you're, if you have a car, let's say you have a little Honda Accord, would mm-hmm. you put diesel fuel in that car? Fuck no. Why not? Because yeah, you fucking ruin the engine, right? But we put all kinds of shit in our mouth that ruins our engine. Exactly. Fucking give me uh, ED and shit. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> all right, dude. So what's your what's your fucking mental note about tribalism? So my mental note about tribalism, um, for me, what gives life life and the true essence of life is that. That was a lot of fucking lives in that fucking. Let people be Mm -hmm. what they want to be. 
just because you disagree with them, that doesn't mean you have the right to tell them what to do or what not to do. Yeah, 100%. Because in its true essence, the difference between good and evil, yeah, it's just a label. But the essence of being is bigger than and greater than good and evil. Yeah. So the essence of being is greater than that. And you have to look at things in an open manner, meaning that you have to have an open mind. I feel like that's the most important thing to me. Important thing, yeah. yeah. What about you, Brett? I think I think you should find people that have similar interests for you with you. You know, like find something that you drive together. Let's say like it could be jujitsu, mm-hmm. it could be running, it could be fucking painting. Mm-hmm. But don't close yourself off to all the other things that are different. Mm-hmm. Because you may find something else that you like. Right? And so if you segregate yourself from, let's say, like, uh, you know, the classic is like a gym, a gym rat and a CrossFitter. Like, I'm not going to do my fucking uh, pull-ups like that. You know what <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean? That's a common thing you hear. But like, first try it. And if you don't like it, at least learn something from it. Because yeah. I think CrossFit's got some great things. Yeah. The gym's got some great There's things. There's positive and negatives to everything, Every, right? 100% it everything. Gives it so that just, essence. So keep an open mind. So, yeah. um, but definitely find find people and things that you have that you like and have in common yeah sometimes definitely. those things can be bad like let's say you go back to food you can eat with people and then you're gonna be a fat ass you're gonna, <laughs> you're gonna have to change your tribe and go to the gym you know what i mean like so or, or you can convince the tribe and be the leader and let's go to the gym together <laughs> yeah. man and motivate bro each let's other. go to the gym and then we'll go eat after you know? <laughs> yeah exactly let's go get some fun bro <laughs> so just keep it in mind but i think the world is so vast and there's just so many fucking things going on that i think we can make it happen yeah, that's true. I mean, not only that, man, just live live your life, you know, live live it to the fullest where like it's within your own conditions, not the conditions of others. Yeah. I always right? I always tell people before we go, but I always tell people like I don't give a fuck what like what your sexual preference is, what your religious preference is, what your belief is, what you want to do, just be a good fucking person. Yeah. Like that's all I want from yeah. somebody is to be a good person cuz you know, we're so stuck on, like, certain things. Let's say um, sexual preference. I don't give a fuck what you do on your own time. Yeah, exactly. That's your own fucking time. I, you, shit. you know where I stand? I know you stand. I don't give a fuck. Do yeah. your own shit. Mm-hmm. Just be a good person. Do you and know what I mean? as long as you just don't hurt anybody, 100%. that's, that's it. Yeah. You know? If you're not hurting nobody and you're just doing your own thing, fuck it, dude. You know who said it best? MC Hammer. Yeah, exactly. You know what MC Hammer is like? People were telling me. Don't hurt can't him, t- Hammer. Can't touch this, son. <laughs> Don't hurt him, Hammer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. We out. Love yourself. This podcast is also brought to you by our long-term sponsor, Cauliflower Nation, the world's largest social organization for any and all athletes with cauliflower ear. The Cauliflower Nation has some sweet gear to show off your cauliflower ears. As a listener to this podcast, enjoy 10% off your order with the code NOTE, N-O-T-E, at checkout. Established in 2014, Cauliflower Nation is the official gear for anyone and everyone with cauliflower ear. Welcome to the nation, Cauliflower Nation. Visit them online at www.caulifloweration.com.